Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Sadly, we're on our last day together in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 as we look at the last verses, 25, 26, 27, and 28. And it's been a joy to study about these Thessalonian Christians. They were contagious. They had contagious faith. They had contagious love. They had contagious hope. And remember, the more real we are, the more contagious we become. So here's some final last words from a friend. Three requests and a prayer. You have to wonder if the Thessalonians, knowing that Paul could possibly be with them again in the near future, kind of complied to each of his final requests. Three requests and a prayer. I truly hope that these young believers did what he asked, and I hope you would too. Brethren, pray for us. I hope you pray for me and pray for the ministries of the wilds of North Carolina and the wilds of New England. Then it says, greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Although none of these requests were difficult, take a lot of time, or could only be performed by the super gifted or super spiritual, do you think these requests were obeyed and heeded any more than maybe they would be today? Brethren, pray for us. When we text or tell somebody, hey, I'm praying for you, do we? Do we just then and never again? Do we write it down, consistently pray, kind of checking periodically to see if God is working and answering that prayer? When you ask for prayer, are you confident that there will be those who fervently and consistently pray for you? If those you asked to pray prayed with the same intensity that you pray for them, what would, would that be a comfort to your heart? Brethren, pray for us. It is such a simple request. It can be answered in such a simple way. The question is, do we? Maybe it would be good to take Paul's repeated prayer from chapter 3, verses 11 to 13, and chapter 5, 23 and 24. Make a list of all your friends you have and begin praying that prayer for a few friends every day. I'm sure the Thessalonians appreciated Paul's prayer for them just as much as your friends will appreciate your prayers. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. Hey, remember, the church is not a building. It is people. The church is not a movement. It is people, all kinds of people, some who will pray and some who will need prayer, some who will comfort and others who need comfort on a daily basis, some who are hard workers and willing to serve anyone at any time, and others who struggle with idleness and laziness. The church is full of loving unloving, joyful, grumpy, peaceful, contentious, patient, impatient, kind, harsh, faithful, undependable, meek, obnoxious, self-controlled, and out-of-control people. And all of them, all of us, need to know that we are loved both by God and God's family. How will unbelievers know that we are believers? By the love that they see in us for each other. Therefore, offer a handshake, a hug, give a high five or a fist bump, greet all the brethren, with a caring, warm welcome. Hey, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The simple reading of God's word can and will change lives. Reading the word of God was so important to Jesus, he did it often. And Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on a Sabbath day, and he stood up for to read. That's Luke chapter 4. Remember when Ezra asked for a long hidden portion of God's word to be read for all the people to hear. Here's what happened. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man in the street that was before the water gate. 
And they spake to Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded Israel. And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. He read therein before the street that was before the water gate from the morning until midday, before the men and the women and those that could understand. And the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. And Ezra opened a book in the sight of all the people, for he was above the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And all the people answered, Amen, Amen, with lifting up their hands. And they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Also, Jeshua and Bani and Sherbiah, Jamin, Akub, Shabbatai, Hodijah, Massasiah, Kelita, Azariah, Jezebel, Hanan, Peliah, and the Levites, they got some unique names back then, didn't they? Hey, they caused the people to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. So they read the book of the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. And Nehemiah, which is the Tershathah, and Ezra the priest, the scribe, and the Levites taught the people, said to all the people, This day is holy unto the Lord your God. Mourn not, nor weep. Why'd they say this? For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go your way. Eat the fat and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. This day is holy unto the Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. They read the word of God. It broke their hearts. But Nehemiah said, this is a special day. Eat the fat, drink the sweet. That sounds like a Boston cream donut for me. Hey, also, there's a promise to those who are willing to read God's precious word found in Revelation 1.3. Blessed is he that readeth. And they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Hey, Paul's last phrase to these Thessalonian contagious Christians, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Dear study partner, may Paul's final prayer be true in all of our lives. I trust as we have studied First Thessalonians together these past 30 days, our hearts have been challenged by these young believers. The Thessalonians were known, respected, and contagious in their strong faith, their sincere love, and their secure hope. It impacted others for miles and miles around. I trust God would do the same in our lives as we strive to grow in our contagious faith, contagious love, and contagious hope. The Lord will return soon. He will, maybe today. If so, I hope to see you in eternity, and we can share what God taught us from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Once again, it's been a joy studying with you. I'm Rand, and remember, today is the day that the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I really, really hope that you have a good day.